Hello my brothers and my sisters, today I'm just going to talk to you a little bit about the unseen forces of the universe. I know it's been a long time since I've reached out and shared anything with you, so I feel like this is a really great way to kind of dive back into this exploration of the unknown and the importance within each conversation, so I feel that there is much to be gained and grown through this lesson. There's a lot of messages here, and well, I lose myself a little bit in rambling, so forgive me if you get confused or if you lose sight of anything, but know that I do create it all for you, my brothers and sisters. Everything I do is to serve each of you, and I hope that you enjoy this creation. I hope that you enjoy the exploration of the unknown, and even if you don't agree with what I say here, I hope you can at the very least find a little bit of amusement in this guy's crazy thoughts and concepts that are bouncing around in a wild membrane. Alright, well, I'm gonna let you go ahead and get to it, so thank you as always, and much love to each of you. Lately, I have been writing poems, manifestation poems. I almost see them in their, well, vague and slightly mysterious turn of phrase, like spells. And if we know how powerful every word is, and we know how abstraction can hold much power for the freedom that lays within it, then we can understand how something as simple as a poem that is written with a abstract or an vague idea put into it can reflect in a way upon our life in gifts that we did not realize the universe wanted to give us but because we are calling forth these ideals in a very free-flowing and welcoming way through abstract poetry, you allow the universe to hear your call and respond in a way that is multifaceted, infinitesimal, in the way it responds to your call. I'm just going to quickly read an example of this, and maybe you guys can try and think about why this might give an unexpected results in the manifestation it will yield. Breath of the eternal wind, bloom within the cage of a human form, and let us be free as we flow. In human shackles our sight is bound, in sightless form our hope is chained. Breath of the eternal wind, you are our liberator. As you pass through, you carry our souls skyward, ascending in shimmering ethereal structure, spiraling high the columns of golden ray. Light showers that pour down upon our heads as unending as the breath of eternal wind. Now, what I was trying to create here is the idea of how we are often shackled in the physical body, or how we feel at least, 
that we are shackled in the physical body. Often our sight, our vision, our creativity, and even our hopes can be limited by what we perceive as reality through this lens that our souls peer down into this plane with. And this lens is our form, our physical form. The breath of the eternal wind is quite literally your breath, your breathing. And when you breathe in, you are calling forth the purest form of energy that fuels this physical form, but also fuels life in general. And with that, you are reminded that you are not so limited by just a physical form. With your breathing, your soul can expand, expand outward and be carried on wings to see, to envision, and to believe in things that you did not perceive as possible while still resting in the body. But the breath of eternal wind is that liberator that brings you outwards from the body that brings you outwards from this physical form and allows you to rest on the throne of the ethereal, on these illuminated golden structures that surround each of us and surround all things. And through that breathing, through those new visions and new sights and new existence in the breath of the eternal wind, we're able to see the light that rains down upon this world an ending way, in an infinite way, in, in a way that we were not able to perceive when still chained to the physical body. And that's why, you know, breathing is so important, and that's why meditation uses breathing, and I myself, in all my day, use breathing and breath work to calm myself, or to energize myself, or to still the heart, or to reassure the manifestations. Um, I very much see breathing as a strength for us as humans to grasp onto the ethereal because you are quite literally wielding an unseen force, pulling it in through you, letting it flow through you, and letting it flow well beyond you. And you're giving, you're feeding the universe with each breath. With each breath, life is given to the plants, to the trees. With each breath, the world grows. With each breath, the wind grows stronger, and a new soul is added to it. And I feel this is very much a way to show and a way to manifest a, a lifestyle beyond the physical. I feel like if you are rooting yourself in this way through a manifestation poem like The Breath of the Eternal Wind, you're rooting yourself in that ethereal. You're rooting yourself in that esoteric, in that unseen force and that is a beautiful concept to be able to manifest because it's such a vague concept it's very hard to pin down in exact words but you can see i'm not pinning it down in exact words remember a lot of manifestation is the energy you feel and put into what you're creating or saying or doing and with this poem because it's not well it's not strictly said but it is heavily manifested within the energy I put into this paper, into these words, into each single line that I've written down, well, I'm manifesting something that is typically seen as very difficult to manifest. And that is just one of the many reasons I consider manifestation poetry is the equivalent to spellcrafting for witches and wizards and magi, and yes, I do believe in 
the unseen forces now i don't believe a witch is somebody who's flying around on a broomstick and laughing and cackling into the moonlit night nor do i think a wizard is a man dressed up in starlit robes and has a long gray beard but i do believe that there are people out there like i who understand that this world is compelled by unseen forces that is guided by the unseen forces as much as we are and there are people who wish to either understand or control those forces i myself prefer to live in harmony and i call myself simply what i am logan i don't need a title or a specific saying i've been called shaman or guru and all these weird titles and I feel like they're so limiting in the idea that they make you feel like you have to live up to a certain standard. And I feel the likewise is the same for, well, witchcraft and wizardry and warlocks and mages. Well, you're placing yourself into a very strict and limited bubble. And the truest freedom is to be without title, to be without the need of title, because if you can exist and live within the ethereal forces and not need to make a claim through title, then you can live in harmony. And by living in harmony, you're truly living in control because true control is not manipulating. True control is passively flowing with the forces of the unseen, the forces of the universe, the forces of life and unlife. And I believe through manifestations such as these, you and I'm, I'm talking especially to the witches and wizards out there, you can access a new form of spellcrafting, a new form of manifestation, because that's all you are doing with spellcrafting, whether you're calling on your gods or goddesses or some unseen deity or demon or angel or the unseen forces of Babylon and Solomon's Tower or who knows what you're still just manifesting you're just using what you believe to manifest and i don't mean to discredit your belief system and that's not my intention i just want you to know that that power lies within you even if you worked beyond those methods that you have learned and that is what i believe manifestation poetry can offer you it's writing in a mystical script there is great strength to the spoken word and there's just as great of a strength to the written word. And I believe that through this, we can manifest things that we never believed possible or could even imagine. Because as I said earlier, when I first started talking about this topic, this is a vague manifestation and it offers the universe an open door to manifest things that we we know in our hearts we desire and will be benevolent because we love and adore the sensations that we are creating into this manifestation and so the universe will only return that sensation of love and adoration and reflect it upon us but it will also yield opportunities as the universe always does that we never imagined but if you're strictly and this is a big this is a big thing for manifestation so i definitely want people to hear this when you're so focused on the how to get to what you want you often lose sight of the opportunities that will be presented in front of you now that's not to say don't don't 
avoid trying to create a plan. It's just don't be stuck and don't be rooted in the plan and don't limit your manifestations to your plan because for all you know, the partner, the friend, the idea, the breakthrough that you need could come to you well before your plan is at fruition. And that is the benefit of the universe. So don't limit yourself to this idea that my plan has to be the way this goes. And if it doesn't manifest exactly as I have written it, well, then sorry, that's not right. No, 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 no. That's the beautiful thing is that the universe understands your desires and your intentions well before you do. And often, always when you don't. And that is how the universe can present you with exactly what you need when you didn't even realize you needed it. I've gone through struggling, suffering, heartache, and pain, and I did not manifest those things. I did not ask for those things. And they have yielded me the greatest gifts I have ever received. The greatest wisdom, the greatest love, the greatest appreciation. And that could not be if I limited myself to my manifestations. Likewise, did they lead my mother to her first real realization of how powerful manifestation can be because back in the day while we were homeless, my mother, well, well before we were homeless actually, my mother had written down on the wall in our apartment before we had lost it that she wanted to live within a walk, uh, a short walk to the beach. Now, we had to go through living without electricity and water living on practically no food, getting evicted for our home, getting thrown out, and going into a homeless shelter, and all these things, and struggling through the grit of our teeth, and really it's just through her hard work and sheer faith and determination that we even got out of that situation, but it led us to that exact manifestation. It led us not only to a short walk from the beach, but then to the beach being at our front door, meaning we were living in a beachfront apartment, having our own private beach, being able to walk out and literally within seconds jump into the nice beautiful water of the Great South Bay. These are extreme gifts that the universe yields, but we didn't realize that we were going to receive the gifts that came in between, the pain, the suffering, and the struggles that yielded wisdom, love, and appreciation, we didn't realize those things were going to come to us. They simply came. And that is why it is important to keep your manifestations, to keep your dreams, to keep your ideals open, vague, but determined. Know that you can achieve the impossible. Now the path there may be ups and downs and may be filled with well, lessons and struggles that you didn't even expect you were going to have to face, but the universe is giving you that gift. And you can embrace the gift and learn from it and try and conquer it and use that sheer breath of the eternal wind to be free even in the face of persecution and struggle and thus learn be given gifts of the universe and beyond that be set free to achieve your manifestations and your dreams in ways that are faster and more beneficial than you ever realized the strength of manifestation is that it is pure energy, and energy does not need to take the forms 
that you define it as. You don't wish to control fire in the most pure form of it because the wildness of fire in the pit is what makes it beautiful. And what it yields is a, a warmth and a wonder and sometimes visions. But if you try to reach in and grasp the fire and manipulate it, well, sometimes you just snuff out the flames. Sometimes you just burn yourself. But it's much easier to create and let loose the manifestation and have absolute faith that it will come to you and follow your path like moving forward towards that manifestation absolutely. Let every step be a step that carries you forward towards that manifestation. But don't say, I have to take this step or I won't achieve my dream. No. Your dreams will always come because they are. The moment you have defined a dream, the moment you have defined a manifestation, whether it's specific or not, it is. It simply has to be believed in. The universe simply needs you to believe and feed it with energy for it to return that energy back to you tenfold. Going to read you another poem now. And this one is important to me for other reasons, and I'll explain that. I am the eternal flame. I live in the breath of every wind. I am the light that dwells within. Unending I burn. Like a waking dream, through you I stem. Bulk at fear, I am truth. I am light, I am life. No petty physical force can end me, because there is no me. I am only we, you, through which we see, we, through which I be. And what this poem is meant to represent is the seat beyond the physical as well. The understanding that I am not Logan, this physical body, but I am life, love, happiness, joy, sadness, emotions, raw emotion wrapped around a physical body. That is the essence of spirit, that is the essence of being, is that we are not simply flesh, but we are the soul that dwells beyond the flesh. So often we think this of our souls as within ourselves, correct? You think your soul dwells within your chest, next to your heart perhaps, or in your stomach, in the chi sea pool? Well, your soul is much more powerful than you know. Your soul, it is the embodiment of all that you will be, have been, and ever shall. It, it is what you are in this moment, in its purest essence but in all the moments. And that soul, that ethereal essence from which you are bound to this plane from another, that dwells without you. That dwells around you. That's how people can feel your presence, how they can feel your aura, how they can see your aura some, how they can sense you when you're not there, how they can sense you when you are coming or sense you when you are thinking of them. Your soul is limitless. Think of astral projection. Astral projection does not happen because people send their soul out of their body. Astral projection comes about when 
the soul realizes it was never tethered to the body in the first place, but simply rested around it and over it like a cloak, guiding it, protecting it, and influencing it, steering and staring through the body. The soul peers through the body as a lens to understand this plane, but the soul does exist beyond this plane, beyond the physical. That is your soul. It is always there around you. And that is what I am trying to grasp onto with this, is that there is no fragility to life and there is no fragility to what I am because I am not I. I am we. I am you. I am your mother. I am your father. I am your brother. I am your sister. I am the dog. I am the cat. I am the tree. I am the ray of sun. We are all of that. We often think we are limited and rooted in a singular ego. Logan, Jeanette, Chris, Dom, Tyler, everybody, everybody. It's just the way we perceive life is that we identify with the, the identity we've been given. Remember what I said about titles and how limiting they are. This is the same for the title that is given to you at birth to be a human being. But that is only the fragility of the consciousness of the ego of our loved ones trying to make us permanent, trying to make us set, trying to make us identifiable. But we are more than simply Logan, Jeanette, Chris, Tyler, Dom. We are everything. We are life. We are breath. We are the breath in our lungs, the breath of the eternal one. We are the eternal flame, the fire that burns within every cell. We are each other. There is no limit to who and what we are because all life is recycled in the universe. The soul exists. Do not balk at that. Do not get me wrong. I do believe in individuality, the soul, but it is such a more complex thing because the soul bleeds out into a mesh of many other souls. And that connection is unending and spreads wide and spreads far and is a tapestry woven together through the many emotional interactions and growths of many lifetimes and beings. I am not Logan. I am the idea of love, of life, of survival, of creation put into a physical form. I am a gift as you are. A manifestation made physical, made flesh, both from the divine being or beings, however you see it, and from the ones who love you, manifesting life through their own sweat, blood, tears, and love. That is just one fractal of what you are because you are not limited to the boundaries of the flesh. You are not limited to the boundaries of the soul. You are not limited to the boundaries of this plane. Your essence extends outwards infinitely through the multiverse, intermingling and becoming more with other essences of other beings. All life is recycled. All consciousness is recycled. All emotion and energy is recycled. Nothing is wasted in this world. The energy you create here flows on. The emotions you bloom and blossom within your heart that spread outwards so powerfully that people can feel the emotion dwelling and bleeding off of you, that flows on beyond you. That is your purpose, to live and create that. Whether it's painful or loving, 
whatever you feel that is a part of it because that is the echoes that create more that go on throughout planes dimension and existence and feed perhaps even a being that you are not even aware of on another plane beyond you we often talk about our greater selves and what we are and how it means and what it means to be connected to the greater self but let me ask you this what if there were many greater selves of you and what if the emotions you felt here were reflected upon them and what if the emotions that you reflected upon them then allowed them to create emotions that were reflected upon you <clears throat> i'm getting a little passionate there is purpose because those emotions can create an unending chain of creation and so too can your manifestations do the same. You are not limited to the flesh. You are not limited to even the eternal flame. You are not even limited to these words, but these words can set you free. To know that you are more than just you, but the brother and the sister next to you can unlock and unchain you from the throne of the body and let you sit in the throne of the ethereal. The love of sitting between the physical and serving your brothers and sisters in unseen ways is a gift and it simply means just shifting your seat of consciousness it is not a difficult thing but through manifestation poems like these through spellcrafting like this you can grasp onto these abstract ideals you can grasp onto the needlessness of focusing on you alone because you can be one with all others and every step you take once you realize you are your brother and your sister can be to serve everyone to serve all life to protect all life to guide all life to care and cherish for all life with every breath every thought every moment there is no limit to what you can do through manifestation and through manifestation poems like these you can awaken your consciousness you can awaken your dreams and you can breathe new life into ideas and ideals that perhaps have been lost for thousands of years or perhaps are forgotten through the waves of time perhaps they have no longer been seen perhaps this is a opportunity for us for all do not be limited by what the ego says you must write do not be limited by what the ego sees and says you must put down to call forth what you want because remember you want more than you know and you deserve more than you know and you will receive more than you know so don't even bother grasping at some specific plan and pattern and saying i will be the architect of a grand destiny you are the architect of grand destiny simply by being and simply by willing it to be will you create that destiny if it is truly what you wish and what the universe wills but if you sit there and say i have to follow this path to reach that grand destiny then you could possibly miss the grand destiny that's sitting right in front of you as we are sitting here together remember not to be bound by limitations because such things are only creations of civilization and as we've evolved we thought we've grown smarter but we have grown dimmer 
and only through the discovery of things like physics and metaphysics and those advancements have we learned how little we truly know of the universe and thus the multiverse. And thankfully, because of that and the new age of science enlightenment, we are awakening again to the possibilities that so much more that our ancestors spoke of in the centuries past is true and can be made reality today. Remember, these are the beliefs that have been instilled with us long before we thought we so arrogantly knew all. There were always witches, always wizards, always shamans, always druids, always magi. Priests, priestesses, chiefs, chieftains, chieftesses. You get what I mean. <laughs> the idea is long before we were so arrogantly seated in the center of our ego thinking that human knew all and being rooted in these material things that we surround ourselves with did we take comfort in knowing there was unknown and that we could wield and walk in the unknown simply if we submit to it it's like the Tao Te Ching it's passivity it's the flow without force it's 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 being active without activity it's 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 the most powerful state of being because if you are in true flow in true harmony no thing can disrupt that flow no stone can block your path no cliff can stop you from climbing high no mountain is a barrier because you will simply flow through around or over it do not be fooled my brothers and my sisters do not be fooled by being seated in the known. Embrace the unknown. Embrace what you can't grasp. Because that is exactly what you are. The unknown. The unbelievable. And you are capable of it every day. Every moment. Of every life. I love you, my brothers and sisters. Sit down. Take a breath. And be free. It is your liberator, the breath of the eternal wind. Namaste. All right, there it is. I uh, know I, uh, like I said, I went a little bit around there, you know, very uh, rambling, right? Kind of down a meandering road through mossy hills and bluffs. But I hope that you were able to find some sense of, say, wonder, awe, mystery in the conversation. Perhaps the idea of manifestation poems really sit well with you. I know that they have been a very strong tool in opening me back up to my seat in the ethereal, and I believe many of you can quickly join me in this ethereal if you decide to or keep working in the physical you are all gifts and just remember you are loved always namaste